Welcome to the Travel Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Bowman, the executive editor of TravelPulse.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Palladium Hotel Group. Grand Palladia Jamaica Resort and Spa stands as a luxurious haven nestled on the captivating northern coast of Jamaica. The recent refurbishment includes the 537 recently renovated suites, 48 of which include a private pool and terrace, an ideal ambiance for relaxation. The Infinity Saloon Bar, the focal point of Grand Palladium Jamaica Resort and Spa, was also redesigned. This bar offers breathtaking 180-degree views of the Caribbean Sea and hosts live music and entertaining shows. What's up, everyone? Today is Tuesday, October 3rd. Happy Travel Tuesday and happy October. Wow, 2023 flying by. Hope you got your plans for the holidays coming up because it's right around the corner. It's going to be here before you know it. I'm very excited for Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all that and more. You can reach out to the podcast at podcast at travelpulse.com or we have a hotline for the show. You can call in and leave a message. 201-381-3017 is the Travel Pulse podcast number. Joining me on the show later is Pilar Arismendi Stewart, Palladium Hotel Group's VP of Sales and Marketing of the Americas, and Gabriel Rodriguez, Palladium Hotel Group's Director of Sales Canada. Together, we'll all discuss what they're seeing trending in the all-inclusive resort space, as well as some of the latest with Palladium Hotel Group. But first, as we do for every episode, in case this is your first time listening to the show, we're going to dive into what's been trending in the world of travel in the last week. We begin with the U.S. avoiding a government shutdown is a big win for the travel industry. So late Saturday night, just before the deadline, like midnight hour there, uh, President Joe Biden signed a temporary funding bill to keep agencies open after Congress rushed to approve the bipartisan deal. So the bill funds the government until November 17th. So we're not out of the woods entirely yet. But for now, air travel won't take a major hit, which is great. Uh, TSA and air traffic controllers uh, won't have to worry about their jobs being impacted, but definitely need to make sure that things get settled by November 17th. Uh, When we had a shutdown in 2019, back then, it took about two weeks of no pay for the FAA uh, air traffic controllers and TSA agents uh, to start not showing up for work, which then led to long lines and security and flights being delayed. National parks were also closed, so those would be closed again. If the government does shut down later, the passport process would have to be stopped, uh, which is devastating because they actually just sort of got caught up. They, the State Department issued that they had a record number of passports and just reduced wait times by two weeks. So that's great for them, but would stink if you have to shut all that down and then have a massive backlog once again. So hopefully, you know, things get settled by November 17th. If a shutdown happens right before the holiday travel season, yikes, not good. So hopefully we don't get to that situation. In other air travel news, the TSA stopped over 1,800 firearms at airpoint checkpoints nationwide in the third quarter of 2023, and they are expecting to surpass last year's record of 6,542 firearm interceptions by the end of the year, which is absolutely ridiculous, people. What are we doing here? It's 2023. Don't bring a firearm and your carry-on. Like, what What are we doing here? I don't understand this. This is so just mind-boggling to me that people continue to do this. It's pretty obvious that you shouldn't bring a gun on a plane. I just don't understand the thought process behind it. People are, are just that forgetful? Are we, are, is that where we're at? I don't understand. Anyway, jumping over to destination news, we've got trains in the Caribbean. Yeah, it kind of sounds weird, but it's happening. So Mexican officials, we've talked about this on the show a little bit before about the Maya train. Mexican officials have provided a recent update saying that the Maya train is still set to debut in December. It's going to connect five states in Mexico, Chiapas, Tabasco, Campeche, Yucatan, and Quintana Roo. 
Donner Row is where the popular Cancun, Riviera, Maya region is that gets so many travelers. Uh, so travelers will actually be able to move on past those popular beach destinations in Cancun and Riviera Maya and venture out and see some lesser known regions in Mexico, which I love. And also just recently announced the Dominican Republic is going to build a train connecting Santo Domingo to the beach resorts in Punta Cana. It will be a privately funded project and is estimated to cost around $3 billion, which whew, that's a lot of money, but that's going to be a really good thing for Dominican Republic. I love it. I mean, trains are underrated. Expanding faster travel on these islands is great. Uh, well, on the island of Dominican Republic, Mexico is just the Mexican Caribbean side there that's getting this new train. But, and you know, new trains in these popular destinations, it's a huge win for the train fanatics out there. And I sincerely believe these are going to be major tourist hits for Mexico and the Dominican Republic. And we'll see some good traction on that. So let me know your thoughts on trains, podcast at travelpulse.com. In other destination news, Amsterdam is increasing tourist taxes for land and cruise guests in 2024. So starting next year, tourists in Amsterdam will pay a 12.5% more, making the city the most expensive when it comes to tourist taxes in Europe. Not too surprised here. I think that's a, a you know, a, a play for Amsterdam here that's been on the trend upward. And, you know, as they combat over tourism and a lot of that, they've changed a lot over the last years here. And, you know, COVID definitely played a role in that. And shifting the mindset there on the tourism officials and, and government officials and, and what they're setting forth in this. And, you know, they're going to get their money on this. People are still going to travel to Amsterdam. I don't think, you know, having the highest tax of tourist tax in, in Europe is going to deter people saying, no, I don't want to go there. That's too much in cost of taxes. And but it's really not going to, if people want to go to Amsterdam, they're going to go to Amsterdam. So that's where we're at. And, you know, tourist tax are part of, the business part of the industry you gotta roll with it and deal with it if it's uh, something that bothersome to you then you know you don't have to go there but again as i said I, I don't see this deterring people from visiting amsterdam so get your money right i guess in other destination news the taylor swift eras tour has had a significant impact on u.s cities over the last five months and they've spent five billion dollars in direct spending across the country according to data from the u.s travel association and the U.S. Travel Association is also believing that the tour's total economic impact could be higher than $10 billion. Los Angeles hosted the end of the first part of the era's tour, and they had six shows that brought an economic impact of $320 million to the city and created 3,300 extra jobs. Uh, even less entertainment-heavy cities are benefiting from the tour, though. Pittsburgh's had two shows, and they generated $46 million in direct spending, so the Swifties are out in full force and making an impact. They're already buying up tickets and making travel plans, too, for the shows over in Europe and her world tour as it continues on. And she added more U.S. tours to the end of 24 as well, which will be a boost for that. I think my cousins are going in Indianapolis. I know there's a show in Miami, so it's it's going to be big and generate massive amounts of money again. So if you know anyone going across the pond to see her perform, let me know. Podcast at TravelPulse.com. would love to get some insights on that. And as we wrap up what's been trending in the world of travel in the last week, Wallet Hub came out with their best foodie cities in America. And we've got Orlando at one, Portland at two, Sacramento three, Miami four, San Francisco five, Tampa Bay, Florida six, San Diego seven, Las Vegas eight, Austin, Texas nine, and Seattle, Washington at 10. A solid top five there. Uh, my home of Atlanta came in at 12th. Then you had L.A., was at 13 and Chicago at 14 and all three of those I think are top 10 worthy there. I mean, I love Seattle. I think it's great, but 
I think LA and Chicago topped that on food for sure. New York City at 20 was kind of mind-boggling to me, and New Orleans at 42 was just absurd. But the factors in their data points that they had uh, included things like cost of groceries, accessibility of high-quality restaurants, and food festivals per capita. But I don't know, man. Just seeing, I, w- I was looking at this top 10 and going, okay, yeah, those are, those are good stuff. And then I was like, wait, where's New Orleans? 42? What is this list? What is this? Not feeling it. Let me know your thoughts on what your favorite foodie city is in America. Podcast at travelpulse.com is the email. Love it when you guys reach out and tell me what you're up to. And if you want to be on the show or anything like that, you're always welcome to contact too. So that wraps up what has been trending in the world of travel in the last week. Any additional thoughts, drop me an email. Give me a shout. Love to hear from you. So now let's jump over to our On the Pulse interview. Today's episode is brought to you by Palladium Hotel Group. Grand Palladium Cantina Resort and Spa is an enchanting destination nestled along the shores of Mexico's Riviera Maya. Guests at the Grand Palladium Cantina are treated to a wide array of amenities and activities. The resort's reopening is scheduled for December 2023 and will debut family selection in the Riviera Maya. These unique spaces were designed with traveling families in mind, where guests can enjoy special amenities and personalized attention, ideal for those seeking a premium experience with activities for adults and children. Joining me today for On the Pulse is two executives for Palladium Hotel Group, PLR Arasmendi Stewart and Gabriel Rodriguez. Welcome to On the Pulse. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Yeah, so excited to get you both in here to talk a little bit about all-inclusives and Palladium and the new stuff there. So we'll start off with uh, both of you question here. Uh, What trends are you seeing in the all-inclusive space? Well, uh, if you want, I can start. Uh, Travelers have changed a lot in the last three years. Um, They are now looking for new experiences. And besides that, a blizzard, of course, continues to be the trend as remote remote work has become the norm. Business travelers can now extend their work trips to tie on personal activities and enjoyment into their trips. As families, uh, they continue to plan reunions and gatherings uh, with multi-generational trips are forming with everyone from the grandparents to the newborns coming along. This means that travelers are now booking properties and experiences that offer something for all ages and every member of the family. From babysitting to sports to uh, um, world-class dining plus expansive space. All-inclusive properties now offer guests a one-stop shop experience, which is great, uh, where leaving the property becomes basically unnecessary. Palladium Hotel Group properties is Mex- uh, in Mexico, uh, Dominican Republic, and Jamaica. We have all the amenities and offerings to accommodate these new travel, travel demands. And as I said, in addition to making up for, for lost time, travelers are looking for unique experiences that will enhance their vacation, uh, which um, is the goal of our family selection properties with over 64 special amenities dedicated to family uh, to family travel where the children are the VIP of the, of the vacation or of the, the property while they are staying with us. So, Gabriel? Yeah. And, and, and in addition to what Pilar just mentioned, uh, something that we have to consider is now, because working remotely is the norm, uh, people have more time like to do extended stays at the hotel. So that is something that we are uh, seeing in the market. And definitely the families are booking more private suites and they want to have their own uh, activities and their own experience with the family from, from the grandfather to the little kid, as Pilar mentioned. 
Definitely. Yeah. And these all inclusives, you know, they're kind of destinations unto themselves, like you alluded to, you don't necessarily have to leave the resort. There's so much to love and see and do there. Um, so if you are, as we uh, talk a little bit about, you know, palladium and everything, I understand you guys had some refurbishments and renovations and everything. Can you provide a bit of an overview on these recent refurbishment project with Grand Palladium Jamaica Resort and Spa? Any new room categories or new amenities and features that guests can now enjoy there? Yeah, well, I'm actually very excited to tell you this because Jamaica is one of my favorite destinations. Uh, of course, Mexico and the Dominican Republic continues to be there for me. And I love the ocean. I love the uh, the views that we have in every single of uh, our destinations. Grand Palladium Jamaica reopened its doors uh, back in January 2023. This was an investment of over $50 million, more or less. We have 537 rooms uh, fully renovated, which includes uh, two spectacular new room categories that stand out in 48 suites with uh, sea views. 40 of them are superior junior suite private pool ocean view, and eight of them are superior suite private pool ocean front view. They are surrounded by vegetation. Uh, swim up, uh, swim ups are offer. Uh, I'm sorry, the swim up suites offer a private pool and terrace, which are fully equipped with seating and wooden pergola. In each uh, of the suites, uh, the new furniture stands out as modern as well as time and elegant. The colonial decor is attuned to the architecture of the rest of the resort. And the bathrooms and uh, showers uh, and taps, all, all the amenities are basically uh, new. It's, it's a, a very, very nice, fresh concept. We're very happy with that. That's great. Yeah, a lot, lot to love uh, about the new aspects of that. And I'm sure travelers are very happy with them. So, Gabriel, jumping over to Grand Palladium Cantonar Resort and Spa, what renovations and improvements have been made to enhance the guest experience there? Well, Grand Palladium Cantena, we've started the renovation back in April and it's on schedule to be um, opening in December, at the end of December of this year. Uh, part of the, uh, the new or the highlight that we can mention about um, the Grand Palladium Cantena is the addition of the family selection. So the family selection will basically count uh, with uh, with a hundred and, with, I'm sorry, with a hundred and sixty-nine uh, family suites. Um, and this is in addition because the family selection is a new concept that we already have in Costa Mujeres with 180 rooms. And we also have 95 of family selection rooms in Puerto Vallarta. So we are including Riviera Maya as part of this new concept, uh, which basically enhance the experience, as Pilar mentioned before, um, in, in the experience of the family, especially in the kids. The kids are the boss. Um, in this family selection, so and 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 they are definitely the king of the vacation and have the control um, to to make the vacation better for all of the family. That's great. And as we talk, you know, kids being VIP and everything, there's family reunions and a lot uh, happen, multi gen trips and everything. So, Pilar, what makes Palladium Hotel Group uh, perfect for those types of trips or even social groups? Like, you know, maybe you don't want to travel with the kids. Maybe you want to do a girls' getaway or a wellness retreat. What stands out for Palladium there? Yeah, well, I, I would say that the popularity of the group travel has soared and Grand Palladium and resorts have tailored exclusive offers that will transform any group, uh, any group trip into extraordinary experience. And as I mentioned before, with a portfolio of all-inclusive uh, properties in highly sought-after uh, destinations such as Jamaica, Punta Cana and Mexico, travelers have the opportunity 
to fully immerse uh, themselves in tropical paradises and embrace di diverse culture. Uh, one of the things that uh, that we uh, I can tell you is that Palladium Hotel Group, we do understand the unique needs and desires of the uh, group travelers. We have been very successful in the last uh, three years since um, people started to travel. Our properties are designed to cater to, to this preference. Uh, whether it is a family, as you were saying, a family reunion, a corporate uh, retreat, or a destination wedding. Uh, we are very successful with weddings. We have about, around 800 weddings a year. Uh, the group-friendly amenities are, and services provide ensure, um, ensure that every member of the group has an exceptional stay. Uh, I, I would say that in Cancun, for instance, altogether we have like 800. It, uh, Jamaica is a, a, a number one destination for us in weddings. We have a, around uh, 600 weddings on property for the two properties and around 350 in the Dominican Republic. So uh, as you can tell, we, we know how to handle this uh, group business. Yes, the groups are, are thriving for sure, and you guys are on top of it. So, Gabriel, as we gear in specific to our travel advisor viewers and listeners here, what are some of the key features and benefits of uh, the Booking Pro for travel agents? Well, Book Booking Pro by Palini Connect was actually created to, to help the travel agent industry. Uh, as part of the program, of course, they don't only get the special offers, but they also get uh, access to, to last-minute availability. Um, and also uh, special offers uh, throughout the year when they can have uh, all those uh, additional amenities as uh, as the Booking Pro uh, booking. This is one um, some of the facilities that we provided under that program. Great. And as we, you know, you guys given a little bit of an overview on, you know, these properties and everything. So Pilar, what about some of the hidden gems that guests should not miss at these Grand Palladium resorts? Those are my favorite because I always have like a favorite thing to do wh wherever I go in, in each destination. So I would say that for Jam Grand Palladium, Jamaica, travelers looking to immerse themselves even further in Jamaica cuisine should not miss the Jamaica restaurant where guests enjoy regional food, uh, regional specialties with local products like okra, kalaloo, aki, and all the spices. Uh, foodies will also be excited to visit the jerk hut, uh, where highly skilled uh, chefs prepare delectable meals with marinating uh, chicken overnight with plenty of the finest uh, local source, of course, which mixes a complex blend of uh, spices. Uh, I think it is one of the, it's a must. If you are in Jamaica, you have to go to the jerk hut. And also there is a, a small hut on the other side by the pool, uh, by the swim up uh, uh, rooms where you can have, just sit there and have a beer. It's just uh, something simple, but definitely uh, something you don't get to do every day when you are living in the city. Uh, as for Grand Palladium Cantena, uh, within the property, I, I would say that guests can explore magical surroundings such as the cenote that we have there. Uh, it is perfect for private romantic dinners, even if you are uh, jo just with your uh, as a group, social group, or if you are with your partner or uh, you're having a wedding or just a romantic dinner for two, it is excellent. Uh, 
we we also are the home to the Great Mayan Reef, the second largest reef in the world, as you know, uh, in the area. Uh, diving aficionados can find fluorescent coral and tropical marine life, uh, such as turtle, whale sharks is the season right now. In August is the season with the whale sharks and dolphins, of course. Uh, guests should not mix the cheap cabaret. This is an award-winning restaurant and dinner show concept that we have, uh, offering a three hours dinner show with six course menu accompanied by acrobatics, dance, and um, a, a musical a musical of all genres. Uh, we have an uh, we have over thirty talented singers and dancers in the uh, on the stage with an immersive dining experience that moves through time and different parts of the world from the Moulin Rouge in Paris to the rock, uh, rock and roll era in the 50s and of course the present days with hip hop and Latin, uh, Latin hits. Uh, this restaurant is number one on TripAdvisor but all the guest reviews in the, uh, in the destination. Uh, we have Chick Cabaret in Cancun, in Riviera Maya, Costa Mujeres, we have two there and also in the Dominican Republic. So uh, this is an excellent entertainment. Uh, entertainment is one of our core values. And I can tell you uh, that I have never seen anything similar in, in other all-inclusive in the destination. So it's a great, great experience that they cannot mix. Yeah, it is a very fun show. I've, I've, I've experienced it a few years ago. And uh, big takeaway is, yeah, you, you will not be disappointed. And it's all in your face. You're going to be ready to dance. I'm ready to dance now just talking about it. I'm also <laughs> very hungry on all that food you described, too. So yeah, it's, some food right now. Um, it's, it's impressive. And uh, I can tell you this. Uh, Gabriel and I will go every time we go to, uh, to our destinations. We go there. And I can tell you, I probably have seen it like 20 times. But you don't get bored. So there is always something different. And um, as I said, with the talent of these singers and dancers, it's just impressive to sit there, have a great, great dinner, and relax and enjoy music and dance, as you said. Definitely so. Um, so, Gabriel, you know, you being in Canada and everything, have you seen an increase in Canadian travelers to the Grand Palladium Resorts following, you know, the refurbishment in Jamaica and any other um, thing that the Canadian travelers need to know? Specifically in Jamaica, uh, definitely uh, we had. Uh, we have uh, our loyal support, um, not only of our customers, but also travel agents here in Canada. Traveling is support Palladium, and definitely we see the increase not only in 2023, but also uh, being looking at the numbers for 2024 when we are pacing ahead, and we see the support from all of the agents. Groups are booking, individual bookings too, uh, and yes, Definitely the refurbishment for Jamaica and the new renovations in Mexico will also help. And everybody, all of the agents are waiting for the opening just to start booking more clients. That's great. So Pilar, as we wrap up here, any new updates you guys have in the pipeline? Anything you want to plug as we uh, close it out here? Well, uh, I, I can tell you that we continue innovating, uh, which is also one of our uh, core values. We will have Bravo uh, restaurant, which is similar to Chic Cabaret, but for families where, where uh, teenagers, kids, and, and parents can enjoy the show at the same time. They can dance, they can dance, and they can enjoy the evening there. Uh, in many cases, teenagers don't have a place to be. It's almost like you either have uh, um, activities for small kids or for adults. 
but nothing in between. And this is what will cater uh, to that to to them is Bravo Restaurant, and also um, we have a new concept that it is like a virtual virtual interaction or 3D uh, interaction with a chef. It is called Le Petit Chef. It's a small restaurant that caters around 12 people more or less, or uh, I would say 16 people, where uh, you can see what the chef is, is um, cooking for you. It's, uh, the Le Petit Chef will come to your table and will explain uh, it through a, uh, an audiovisual uh, how to cook or how they are making the, the food, uh, preparing it for you. So it's a very interesting new concept that I haven't seen um, anywhere else, uh, I would say. And uh, it is uh, offered offer right now at the Grand Palais de Costa Mujeres, and we will be opening that concept at all other Grand Palais de properties as well. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I know um, that's going to be on my list. I'm, I'm writing that if one If you go, you it's have to be, be there. Uh, if you're coming for Cancun Travel Mart, let us know, and I will be more than happy to accompany you there. Well, thank you so much for your time today on, on The Pulse here. Any uh, closing comments and where people can get in touch with you or find out more information about Palladium? Where should they go? Okay. Well, they can go to palladiumhotelgroup.com, which is our website. And uh, the other thing that I would like to say, Eric, is we are very close to the East Coast of the of the U.S. The airfare, more than ever, I was surprised last night that I was buying a ticket for $300 to Cancun. Uh, we are at the 90 to 100 minutes distance uh, at, uh, at the most, Jamaica, the Dominican Republic, and Cancun. So this is almost... Um, uh, an international destination without feeling that you are traveling abroad or, or somewhere else. It's a very close by destination that uh, you can perfectly either go for a weekend or you can go for four or five nights. In fact, the Canadian um, travelers right now, they are traveling over five to six nights uh, to our destination. So we're very happy to uh, to be able to welcome them there and um, we're, we are waiting for you. I think uh, we have been very successful these three years. I'm very happy with all the news and all the innovation that we are bringing to the to the market again. Exactly. And and also like for the traveling community out there, we're always on point with all of the groups promotion, the fan trips that we organize, uh, and we always open like um, not only like to help, to quote, and to um, make sure that we get the business from all the partners that we have. And I would say keep an eye on the 20, 2023 Fall Into Savings offers that uh, we are launching November 6th. So I think this, uh, October 6th, I'm sorry. This is going to be a great opportunity for all of them who are planning to travel uh, during uh, Thanksgiving or during the first quarter of, tw uh, quarter of 2024. Hey, that's great. We love savings here. So uh, be sure yeah. to tune in, uh, check out that October 6th, as she mentioned. So we'll have, have details on that on travelpulse.com as well. So thank you again so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. My pleasure. That's all the time we have for this week's show. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned next week. We'll be back and talking about Hawaii and the reopening of West Maui. So thanks for listening. Have a great week.